Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Margaret Penda, and today I have the honor of introducing you to Kevin and Hannah McNeely. Kevin attended Franklin in the winter semester of 1973 as a study abroad student from Claremont Men's College. After graduating Claremont in 1975, Kevin began working in the banking industry and then as a producer for ESPN. Eventually, Kevin moved to Sonoma, where he currently resides and works as a founder of the of the Sonoma International Film Festivals. He also serves on the board of trustees. Um, Hannah, his daughter, currently attends Franklin and is in her third year. She's interested in studying communications and art and can be found traveling around Europe in her free time. Officially welcome to the podcast. I'm super excited to have you guys. Hello. Hey, Margaret. We're this happy is, to be here. Yeah, well, thanks for thinking of us. We love this. Of course. I'm, I'm very excited. You guys, like I said, are the first um, group podcast interview, which is super exciting. Um, I'm kind of excited to scope out this new format and get to know you guys a little bit better. So let's start with you, Kevin. I wanted to know what it's like to be kind of the founder of the Franklin attendee legacy of your family. First you, then your sister, and now your daughter. How does that? Oh, you know what, Margaret? It's great. I feel so lucky. Um, um, Franklin was the first international um, um, study abroad program with Claremont at the time. And, And now... I understand there's over 120 of them. So to be the guinea pig and to go over, there were 15 of us, and we thought it was the greatest thing in the world. And to go on academic travel trips and to be able to travel through um, Russia at a time where the Cold War was going. And so I obviously came back and regaled you know, my siblings with stories of, of Franklin. And my sister Nora, who was going to University of California, Santa Barbara, she decided she would do it as well and went over and had, a, had an amazing experience. And so when Hannah was thinking about schools, I, I knew the kiss of death would be if I was, you know, pushing Franklin too much. And so Hannah looked at a bunch of, of, of different schools, colleges, universities, and, and um, we had a fun time go- actually going over. Yeah. So, yeah, we were able to visit a bunch of schools, a bunch of them in California I was just interested in, just because um, at first I was kind of, you know, obviously nervous after graduating high school. I've kind of always lived in this small town, Sonoma. And then kind of when I was hearing about Franklin, I was first really standoffish about it just because I was like, like Switzerland, like I don't even know. And I eventually actually went on a trip um, with my dad to Switzerland because he had, I think, a board meeting there or something similar to that. And I kind of just um, hopped on the back of the bus and went. And then I was able to tour Franklin and actually some students showed me around and they were like, you know, you can come out with us and kind of see what Lugano's all about. And then after that night, I was like, oh my goodness, I want to go here so bad. I was hearing all the other students' stories and I just knew I just wanted to be in that environment. So, yeah. Well, I always tell people, Margaret, that that, um, Hannah really wanted to get away from us. And so (laughs) Switzerland was as far away from Sonoma as you could ever get, right? And, and, um, but I think, you know, so far it's been, you know, so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so 
I was kind of wondering what you guys would say your favorite aspects of Franklin are. Um, I mean, so mine, I feel like is just the access to travel and how, um, my favorite thing is like public transportation. And I think it's so incredible in Lugano and I mean, all around Europe, just because, um, it's so clean, it's so safe and you never feel like you're in danger, like going to another, like, you know, foreign place that you probably haven't been to. So I feel like that aspect and also obviously the academic travel um, that our school provides for us, I think is incredible and being able to kind of be in a class and study something and then going and seeing some of the things that you are talking about in person while also having your teacher there and, you know, your classmates. It's, I think, just such a special one of the kind of experience. I, I liked it, Margaret. I mean, I, when we were there, it was only a, a two-year college, and there were maybe a, a hundred and twenty kids, and but still, it was it was fairly diversified, and to be able to have this kind of um, um, intimate relationship with our professors, where we could go, you know, and, and go and have a Feldschlossen beer and hang out after class or go on a hike or, you know, we went skiing like with the president of the college. And uh, that would be Pat Tone, who is one of the first ones and who's now a fellow trustee. And it turns out, you know, we thought he was, the, you know, this, you know, responsible adult. He's the president. Well, he's not that much older than we are. But at the time, you know, when you're in a position like that. But the, 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 the working relationship between the students and the faculty have been great. The, and like Hannah was talking about, my academic travel trip was to Prague and Berlin. And then our longer trip was um, through the Soviet Union, which was really fantastic. So the size of the school was was really great. And now I look at it, I mean, this year's graduating class, and you can tell me, Margaret, you're part of it. But I think all of you represented close to 60 countries. Yeah, it's very diverse. Yeah. Yep, and so you know that was that was appealing. So I I I loved it, and I've stayed involved with it one way or another. Um, the students that you meet there too, as my dad was saying, like just from everywhere all around Europe, and being able to kind of meet a bunch of people from Italy or from like Jordan or places like that, where you can kind of hear how different like their lives are growing up and how they kind of found Franklin is so interesting because every single person has a different story on how they discovered Franklin. And um, I think that's incredible just how we all ended up there. Yeah, I think about that a lot. What are the odds that we all ended up in the same place at the same time, especially coming from such different backgrounds? It's pretty lucky, I would say. Margaret, you know, you're going to find this to be true. Um, whenever you run into someone that um, has gone to Franklin, you're going to have an instant bond. There's a, this amazing camaraderie. There's like a, you know, a twinkle in your eye and everyone has these amazing experiences. And it's, uh, it's it, I find it, it's unlike, I mean, I like, you know, my, my Claremont group, but I, I think the, the, the experiences that I shared with my Franklin friends was, was really unique. Yeah, definitely. And Hannah, you kind of alluded to being able to travel um, around Europe pretty easily. What would you say one of your favorite places that 
been has been for you? My favorite place that I've been to? Yeah. Um, well, I think this semester, just because we did have classes online, I was able, I mean, obviously following the precautions of COVID, some places were closed, but some places were open if, you know, you had your um, COVID test and just like a couple other requirements. So I was able to kind of go even during the weeks and do school online. And like, I went to um, Budapest, which was incredible and something that I've never ever experienced before. I mean, the architecture there and going from Budapest on the chain link bridge was something I never thought I would be able to do. And um, also just being able to walk everywhere. I love that aspect. I mean, I try not to, the only thing I use, I feel like when I travel is like a lime scooter if it's, if needed, um, if it's like a super long distance. But um, I went to Vienna first and then I took the train over to Budapest and it was like the easiest traveling experience and being to, like in such a unique environment was so incredible and also because of um all the travel restrictions or you know americans not being able to um enter europe unless you have your student visa or like a visa um it was like a different experience these places being like empty where you would see on like a regular day thousands and thousands of people in the streets and having it just have that like more peaceful quiet tone and being able to appreciate it more without it being so hectic and like busy, I feel like was a really incredible experience just because it was a one in a million experience. Yeah, it's, I went to Rome and the Trevi Fountain was almost empty comparatively to what it had been before. And it was amazing. <laughs> one of the silver linings, right? Yeah. Is that, and I've read this about Venice as well, Margaret, is that, you know, all the Venetians are so happy not to have the cruise ships. And for the first time, you can actually see to the bottom of the canal. <laughs> and, yeah. and so I think it's slowly but surely coming back again. But that it's been a plus for you're lucky you and Hannah had these student visas where Rosemary and I, being filthy Americans, could never come over to visit you guys. <laughs> right. So yeah. <laughs> it definitely helped them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was definitely a different experience of being in Switzerland, but also being in Europe in general. Thing I wanted to talk about more kind of directly related with Franklin was to you, Kevin, I wanted to kind of hear more about the process of creating and designing the happiness garden. I know your sister is a huge proponent of creating and designing, but I wondered if you have some insight on the evolution of the garden itself as well. Yeah. Well, Nora's always been in, involved in horticulture. She's got a great sense of um, interior um, design. She's um, been involved with her own homes as far as doing landscaping projects. And what she was looking for, and what I think is, is going to be terrific, is to have an environment for the students to be able to go out and chill and be able to, you know, be amongst their friends and and get a little relief from the kind of day-to-day -day academic grind. And to be in a, in a place, the new building's really going to be a, a wonderful addition to um, the Franklin University. It provides um, additional um, um, dorm rooms, um, a gym, there's a multi-purpose auditorium, um, there's faculty, additional faculty. It's, a, um, it, it's a something that, as the university grows, 
um, the new building will really complement not only the curriculum, um, but it will um, also complement the student um, experience. And the, the Happiness Garden is, is a place that um, the school will be able to use for events. I don't know if it's going to be quite large enough, Margaret, for graduation, but they'll be able to do fairly large size uh, events there. So it's um, 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 the fact that that is building is going to open of, um, of, the, of the second semester of 2022 is, is exciting. And you saw, boy, you've seen it go from like the largest <laughs> pit to, you know, to finishing off the, the top floor to now they're starting to um, um, put in, the, you know, kind of the finishing touches. Yeah, I'm excited to see how it evolves in the final uh, evolution of it. And actually, I kind of have a small curiosity for you guys both is, where do you guys have on campus like a small a place that is close to your heart like where you guys would go to decompress or study or something like that i mean so i live in Giardino, which i love just because um they also have like a gorgeous garden and i also live above the restaurant which is great but um something that's really close i mean it's close to all of us but the monastery that's just right up the road from us. I feel like I went there a lot just to kind of, if I had a really hectic week or I wasn't, you know, a little homesick or just some similar feelings to that, that's a place I could just go and just take a breath and maybe bring up my journal or bring up my painting supplies and just kind of be by myself. I mean, some people always kind of do their walks by, but just the view is breathtaking and the environment is just really peaceful. So I think that's like my favorite spot to go. And also I feel like just like a walk downtown by yourself is also gorgeous and just being um, beside the lake and taking in how like lucky we are and how beautiful it is just to be in Lugano. So. Yeah. And when we were there, it was a, it was a small villa. And so uh, like you guys have today, we also had a grotto. And so, you know, coming from Claremont, all of a sudden be at a grotto where you could have Feldschloss and hit a hit some foosball, maybe have a ham and cheese sandwich, and then go to, you know, Tailbrenner's or Dr. Shenouda's or, or, or one of the art teacher's classes. That was a, that was a whole different thing that I'd never experienced. And as far as outside of it, it I mean, places like San Salvatore, to get on top of that and look around and see, you know, the, these, this amazing expanse of, of scenery in mean, Italy, Switzerland, the Alps. Uh, it was was great. Or, or the go, what's the Monte Bray? Yeah, Is Monte that Bray. Little, little the town at the end to take a boat trip and hike up in the hills there. It was um, um, it, the combination of in classroom and out of class. Um, uh, was what has, um, has uh, added to my life. Yeah, the surroundings are definitely very escapist. Like once you step outside, you kind of feel like you're in a different place, which is phenomenal. And I was wondering, so you guys kind of mentioned art a bit, and I was wondering how you guys feel or how you had experience with the art department of Franklin and what that was like for you guys. 
Um, so I've taken a lot of uh, painting classes, like watercoloring classes, and I really do love um, our art room. It's right below the grotto, which is very convenient just because it's close to where I've been living the past two years. And I think um, Professor Zadansky is a really, really incredible teacher. She's supportive and, you know, being able to adjust also online and have her kind of get us all of our supplies where we could take at home and create like little goodie bags almost for us was really, really nice. And that's just always something too. Like if I'm, if I don't really want to be doing schoolwork um, and I just kind of need a break, I can just grab all of my coloring supplies. And it's also nice because she lends me extra supplies if I ever need it. Or if I tell her I have like a little project I want to do, she'll be super supportive. Um, so I've had an incredible experience and it's always been something where like, I look really, really forward to if I have like, you know, three classes and I end with art, it's not even like a, like a chore or like a class. It's just going to kind of decompress and, um, create. Yeah. And I had two art teachers, Professor Mike and Brian Stanford, and we would study things during the weekday. And then on the weekends, We'd go to, um, uh, like in Paris, go to the Jour de Palme or go to the Louvre and, and actually see the work that we'd been studying. Or if it was Italian Renaissance, you would go into Milan and, and study that as well. And to be able to have the teacher there with you, um, that show-and-tell aspect um, really um, drives um, your uh, kind of your recollection. It, it drives your appreciation of the art and you remember it for a lot longer you know when you study it and you actually see it so and those were classes margaret that i would have never taken at claremont right and to be able to to take them there it was it was really fantastic yeah i feel like i didn't get to travel as much at least with my classes and stuff just because of covid and the restrictions that were um held during the semester but it was still fun like um being in the classroom and having her kind of show us videos or give us like examples um, was still also a special experience. And I, this, Tao Brenner was one of my teachers and we studied Czech film and I never knew about Czech film or, or and what I discovered about how much music and art and, and film came out of, at the time it was Czechoslovakia. And then to be able to go there, you know, that was, that was really great. And so it, it may have sparked my initial interest in film. Really? That's kind of exciting. A Czech yeah. film to Sonoma International Film Festival. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I think Czech film is probably a lot more cerebral than some of the films that we show at our festival. <laughs> and we're actually in about a week, Margaret, from tomorrow. We're having our first live event in two years. And so it's Summerfest, right? And we have 40 films. It's a pared down version of our annual festival but i think everyone is so wanting to get out again and the fact that this covid thing is rearing its ugly head once again is discouraging but we're full speed ahead we have um, screenings in theaters and also every night we have outdoor winery screenings under the stars we have a big blow-up screen and we have food trucks and live music and so i know people are going to be comfortable outside yeah, that sounds amazing. And that actually reminds me, Hannah, you were able to have kind of a birthday celebration with all of your Franklin friends. 
a large portion of them in Sonoma. How was that? So much fun. I mean, so um, having like, I mean, even earlier this summer, I went down south with my parents and like over to kind of Santa Barbara, San Diego. And I just kind of would sometimes like maybe post on my Instagram story or something. And there's always like a Franklin person wherever I was. So I was able even before my birthday to see at least like five to eight people just kind of from traveling around. And I was able one day just to go and meet up with actually a bunch of people. And then um, we talked about this at school, me and my friends. I was like, I don't really know what I'm going to do for my birthday. I don't really want to do too much. And then I was like in a room with a bunch of my friends and they were like, Oh, maybe we could all meet up in Sonoma or something. And I was like, yeah, like that sounds fun. And then I didn't really think it was going to happen considering every single person's busy schedules. But, and then finally July comes around the corner and everyone's like, so are we still doing this? And I was like, Oh yeah, like totally, like totally come. And I had like, 10 people come from Colorado to New Mexico, like um, Nashville. And there was like a group of people um, from uh, Orange County who all carpooled. And it was, that was like another six or seven people. So just kind of like, it's so weird because you, you kind of just think you're going to see these people in Lugano and seeing them like in California or wherever you are is kind of trippy and having these people actually see where I live and like my town and showing them where I grew up and like where, you know, my entire life was before I went to Franklin was a really, really special experience for me. And I loved it so much and I felt really lucky to have them all be here with me, especially since some of them, um, you know, graduated or are semester students or, you know, like going to USC or, you know, stuff like that. So it was kind of the last moment too. We got to all be together for, I mean, we're all going to see each other, but you know, it's hard when you go to different schools, you know, you're going to like graduate school. Like it's complicated. So. And Margaret, you won't believe it, but Hannah asked whether Rosemary and I would leave for two days. <laughs> Can you understand why? I, I don't get that. I, I don't understand why, no. <laughs> I don't either, Margaret. Yeah. But we were so happy when we returned to see the house still standing. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was very fun. And so when you sh when they came, what was the first thing that you showed them like from back home? I mean, so I had people kind of trickling in throughout the day. So I was going from SFO and back like a couple times during that period just to pick up a couple people. And it was cool just kind of being able, I mean, it is a little bit of a far drive, um, 45 minutes to Sonoma. So kind of bringing them from that city life into the valley, um, they thought was awesome. I mean, I always take it for granted just because it's, I live here, but they thought it was incredible seeing all the different wineries we have here and hiking. yeah, like all the hiking. So we went on like hikes and I took them around our plaza, which was super fun. And I just showed them kind of all my favorite childhood spots and um, places I love to go on my free time whenever I'm home. And 
that was really, really great. And also just being able to like hang out at my house with everyone and kind of catch up and see how everyone's summers were was um, super fun. Margaret, the thing is, maybe you can help me with this. When we returned, I, we have a big long table in our kitchen. There were ping pong balls all over the place. Do you know anything about that? <laughs> um, like table tennis or something? Yeah, I think uh, that's what I'm thinking. Oh, oh, good. <laughs> and then a lot of those red cups. You know, oh, that yeah. was uh, yeah. Those uh, are safer for COVID time. You know, you. you oh, yeah. got it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and so I, since you guys both, well, Hannah, you're still going to Franklin, but you guys are both in Franklin, different parts of Franklin's, you know, lifetime. I was wondering if you guys could share some of your favorite memories, because I'd kind of like to see how, if there's like a theme of the memories or how they differentiate from each other. Well, um, something that I think is really, really fun, but it's also sometimes sad is that, um, there's so many different people filtering in and out of Franklin every single semester. So every single semester has been like significantly different and like a different experience, different activities to do, different people I'm hanging out with. So I just feel like, um, having the opportunity to meet some of these SMU kids, USC kids, and I'm still in contact with them till this day. And being able to have that different experience and go travel with all these different um, people, I think is super fun just because it never really gets boring. Um, and it's always something new and it's always, um, I think just a really, it's like unique every single semester. So I feel like the memories, my favorite memory from there, it's just kind of like the little moments where you're with all of your best friends and you're on top of Monte Bray and you're watching the sunset and you're all just running around and blasting music. And I appreciate stuff like that, especially like going on little walks with friends or studying together in the library. Um, I just think uh, those, those are like the moments that I hold closest to myself just because I feel like the people I meet there are the ones who make these memories so uh, incredible. And so because it was the winter semester and that particular year, it was really a good snow year. So on the weekends, to be able to go to Andermatt, Ski Davos, go to Zermatt, um, Pat took us to um, San Moritz, which was, you know, uh, quite an experience. And then also on these trips where we would be in Prague and we'd be at a 12th century beer hall, you know, and to be able to share that with your friends or when we went to, at the time when we went there, it was Leningrad, now in St. Petersburg, and the climb up on one of these Russian tanks, you know, 15 of us and not be shot by someone, <laughs> but I still have a group photo of that. Um, to be in Moscow and watch these guys goose step um, every hour on the hour past Lenin's tomb. Um, but that was one, and to see the Onion Temple, you know, buildings in the background. It, it, it was, um, I, I really have a, I have so many kind of fond um, memories of, of being over there. And it wasn't for that long. It was January until June. And my roommate, Harry McMahon, um, he, um, 
the two of us did it not as quite as long, Margaret, but a little bit like you. Once we were supposed to graduate, we didn't want to move. I mean, Lugano was too incredible. And so we stayed there for a while. And then on the way home, um, both of us with the name McNeely and McMahon stopped over in Ireland and traveled around there for a while. But I think Franklin gave a greater sense of confidence to be able to travel, to be able to deal with deal with people that are different languages, different cultures, have a familiarity that I never had before. And it's, and it's been part of my life ever since. I think another memory too, um, that I like really always kind of laugh about is I saw this photo of my dad in front of St. Moritz and it's always this photo that I saw growing up and I was like, that's such a beautiful mountain. Like I wish I could go. And then me and my, um, we went on the school skiing trip, which is another thing that I love so much. I mean, I, we didn't I get to do it this year just because yeah. of COVID, but, um, last year I went and, uh, all of my closest friends were on the trip. And then I'm like going down this, um, slope and then I look up and it's, it's exact like picture photo of like the one I saw of my dad. And I was just <laughs> like, Oh my goodness. Like, I cannot believe I'm here right now. Like what? 40 whatever years later. And that was, um, just something I was just like, Izzy, we have to take a photo here right now. Like I need to show this to my dad. Like, and we had all these random other skiers just take a photo shoot of us. And then I sent it to my dad and he thought it was really funny too. That's so cool. Margaret, I'm happy being Hannah's dad that, you know, she would, um, appreciate and and, uh, and take advantage of some of the experiences that I had. And because a lot of times you go to school and you, you're, you're either dissatisfied or it doesn't measure up to your expectations. And, and so to be able to vicariously live through some of Hannah's stories and experiences and, and um, she's kind enough to um, FaceTime us every so often so we can see what's going on in either her dorm room or in a class or on campus. And so it, uh, I, Rosie and I really appreciate that. Yeah, and how has it been being able to tangibly see the evolution of Franklin, you know, whether that be through your daughter's eyes or her stories that she tells? It's, a, it's amazing. To go from a rented villa, right, that maybe had – six classrooms and a grotto and a nice lawn and um, um, and to see it go from a two-year college to a four-year college and then to be fully accredited by the Midwestern Board of Education and then even more importantly, Margaret, to have Switzerland accredited as a university is a big deal because a lot of times a college can also be like TASAS right? And a university has to have a certain, um, uh, accomplish certain things as far academically and as far as size, and it all has to do with credibility. So have it be Franklin University, and then on turn of that, to have there be a graduate program. So, you know, and then have this new building going on. I think it's going to, what it's going to do is going to attract more students it's going to attract, be able to have more faculty. Having more faculty means you have a, a, a greater diversity in your curriculum. So, you know, I think, you know, Franklin's moving in the right direction. I would say at this point, maybe half the students are from North America, and the other ones, what we're talking about, are from 
you know, 60 different countries all over the world, and Russia, China, the Middle East, Europe, South America. So um, it takes a particular type of person that want to, wants to go to Franklin because, because of its size, but that person that wants to go to Franklin also wants to have as much of a global experience as they can get. And Franklin delivers. Yeah, definitely. Well, on that note, I want to thank you guys so much for being on the podcast. It's been super fun kind of getting a full McNeely experience. <laughs> <laughs> and the fact you haven't hung up on us, Margaret, that's encouraging. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's a compliment. <laughs> um, but thank you guys so much for your time and sharing a little bit about your story. I look forward to, you know, your next couple of years at Franklin, Hannah, and I wish you the best of luck. And thank you so much. And Margaret, you're the type of, of graduate that Franklin is so proud of. And whatever you do going forward is, is going to be terrific. Thank you so much. I need that vote of confidence. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks. Bye-bye.